0: You guys doing today? Good, how are you? Oh, well. God, happy Valentine's Day, fellas. Thank you. You know, what What should we talk about on Valentine's Day, do you think? Hmm. Uh, probably
1: uh, marriage and sexuality. Marriage oh. and sexuality? First thing that oh, comes
0: to mind. What a what a great idea. Let's go ahead and do that. It's almost like we planned this, which we didn't, but uh, how, how interesting that on Valentine's Day, it's time to talk about a portion of our statement of faith. Uh, marriage and sexuality. Now, this is uh, this is the the newest addition, actually, to our statement of faith that we added uh, a couple years ago or so. Um, and uh, kind of an, even interesting to think about that, like a, a statement of faith can be something that, um, if it develops, should carefully develop. Um, but uh, a statement of faith always needs to have key, core, timeless doctrines in it but this one was added partly because of the day and age that we live in. And there would have been things regarding marriage and sexuality that uh, 100 years ago um, would not have been as much of a, um, a cultural hot button uh, thing for us. A lot of a lot of these things that we'll say in here would have been assumed mm-hmm. back um, in that, that day and age, even if it wasn't from a Christian perspective. Um, it was uh, just kind of built into the cake a little bit more in kind of general polite culture. Right. But uh, not so, not so anymore. And so it, it became um, uh, wise and necessary to add a, uh, um, a statement on, um, on this topic. And, mm-hmm. and then in our teaching uh, statement um, as well, we've uh, we've got one that uh, brings in more like family aspects Um uh, also, but of this specifically, just marriage and sexuality speaking to that. So let me go ahead and read that for us um, This statement on marriage and sexuality. We believe that marriage is the joining of one naturally born man and one naturally born woman for life. Marriage was created by God and is a holy and divinely established covenant between man and woman to be a representation of the relationship between Jesus Christ and his church. We believe that God created sexual intimacy to be enjoyed exclusively between one man and one woman who are married to one another. We believe that any form of deviation from this, such as homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, bestiality, Incest, fornication, adultery, pornography, prostitution, pedophilia, premarital sexual intimacy, cross-dressing, sexting, any wrongful attempt to change one's gender or disagreement with one's biological gender is sinful and offensive to God. We also believe that God offers redemption and restoration to all who confess and forsake their sin, seeking his mercy and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. All right, so a big one here. We've got a number of texts. Uh, Some of them we're going to shorten just a little bit because of the the length of some of the passages where we just draw in um, a whole bunch of context. But uh, let's let's jump into this. So, um, Gavin, do you want to read for us Genesis 1?
2: 27 to 28
0: definitely so God created man in his own image in
2: the image of God he created him male and female he created them and God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth
0: okay all right this passage helps to contribute to our statement how
1: God created man in his own image. Mm-hmm. Um, in the image of God, he created them male and female. Okay, he specificity. Them. Yes, mm-hmm. it's specific. There's a, a distinction there, male and female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he He gave them a, a mission to be fruitful and multiply and fuel the earth
0: and subdue it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there's yeah. a purposefulness to marriage. There's a design that, that's put before us. Yes. And yeah, and yeah, in the most early
2: stages of creation god connects male and female and their uniqueness and differentiation to the image of god Mm -hmm. and in the beginning that's yeah again he before he even gives them a mission to do that that's how he's created them to to be
0: different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah interesting to think about that the male and the female uh being the image bearers like both of those um Mm -hmm. are described in that way not just the man not just the woman and but, um, one
1: doesn't resemble the image more. Yeah. It's male and female. Yeah. They mm-hmm. they
0: both mm-hmm. are his image. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Okay, next passage here. Um, we've got, uh, still in Genesis, Genesis 2,
1: 24, Nick. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. All right. Mm-hmm yeah okay that 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 is a picture of marriage right there for us it is a man leaving his father and mother and holding fast to his wife Mm -hmm. And they shall become one flesh i mean there's a lot of significance in that that they they're becoming one flesh together male and female and 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 this this is this is what god's word gives us it doesn't give us any variation of this Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't give a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his husband Yeah. or or vice versa with, with the wife. It is a man leaving his father and mother and holding
0: fast to his wife. Mm-hmm. So they become mm-hmm. one flesh. The Interesting thing here, too, um, is that with some of these passages, we'll spend a good amount of time in the Old Testament. And, you know, sometimes that can get confusing for people like oh, this is the Old Testament. This is you know, maybe uh, some of these passages just for the people of Israel. And that's, it's valid to think about those things because there are um, aspects yeah. that we see of the Old Testament that um, when when Jesus comes in the New Testament, he's, a fu- he's the fulfillment of those things. And there, there are things that do um, change in the sense of uh, um, ways that we operate, like things like food laws, stuff yes. like that, you know, um, and other things that are reinforced in the New Testament. And this is one of those things that we'll see as we look at these passages is reinforced. And this passage in particular is especially helpful because this verse right here um, is the thread that Jesus picks up on when he talks about marriage, that Paul picks up on when he talks about marriage. So uh, they look back at this Genesis 2 statement as the um, the institutional uh, work of of God and saying what marriage uh, is mm-hmm. so that's just an important little sidebar there that like there's a continuity that we're seeking to, to follow mm-hmm. um, here because the New Testament uh, writers tell us to and Jesus himself tells us to all right well too, too much comment for me we'll, <laughs> never, we'll never make progress here uh, we've also got Genesis 19 and um, go ahead and read five and thirteen. We we uh, um, will miss a little bit of the context there, but we can do that. Go. Um, I'm just going to ping pong because I'm changing some of these passages. I'm yeah. just going to go back and sense. forth between you yeah. guys. Okay. So. Perfect. Cool. Um,
2: so yeah, Genesis nine five. Um, and they called to Lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them. And jumping down to thirteen. For we are about to destroy this place because the outcry against its people. Has become great before the Lord, and the Lord has
0: sent us to destroy it. All right. <clears throat> well, if you didn't know a whole lot about um, some biblical language and context here, it'd be easy to just pass through uh, this. But what's what's going on here? Um, how does this contribute to our our statement?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's specifically it's these men mm-hmm. calling to Lot to
2: have men come to them and to do these things that are homosexual for acts, them. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah um and then so that's the context and then you jump down a few mm-hmm. uh verses where you see that the lord's actually wants to destroy this place and so yeah. it's, you see that there is not an approval of these
1: actions and uh, that these men are wanting to do that's right yeah and, and this place is sodom and gomorrah and, yeah, and yeah. god god describes it as a wicked place yeah. and and we're seeing here that this is a part of that wickedness yes this, yeah blatant just just coming and demanding that he would he would send these men who were actually
0: angels of the lord Mm -hmm. out to to have sex with him yeah yeah okay so clear statement there uh pointing to the sinfulness of uh, homosexuality yes you know sinfulness of other things as well um here Mm and uh not being hospitable and welcoming of course but um uh, what becomes clear as you continue to read the the scriptures is that this sexual um, sexual immorality of any kind is just an, it's an abomination to the Lord all through the scriptures. Yes. So here's an example. All right, so one more from uh, Genesis here. We've got um, Genesis 26: 8 through 10. Mm-hmm. Is, oh, yeah,
1: that's uh, me. I think it's in- Uh, When he had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out of a window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebekah, his wife. So Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, she is your wife. How then could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I thought, lest I die because of her. Abimelech, Abimelech said, what is this that you have done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us. Okay, kind of an interesting one here. Yes, interesting story. Interesting story. This is extracted from here. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah a- Abraham is, or Isaac is going into a new land. It's, mm-hmm. His dad did this too. Um, and he, he's in this new land and w- with the Philistines. And he was afraid that if the men in the the kingdom knew that mm. um that rebekah was his wife they might they might come after him and, mm. and he might die because of her and so he said she's my sister yeah basically giving her away mm-hmm. to to sleep with yeah. other men especially and, and including Abimelech and, and Abimelech was like hey like mm. We would, there would have been guilt upon us if we laid with a woman that was your wife. Yeah. Um,
0: that that would have been <clears throat> adulterous. In- interesting, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. God uses this pagan king. <laughs> yes. To uh, to speak His truth yes. to to Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
2: huh. That's. I think it goes back to again. I, I think I just kind of really enjoy this verse too. Um, but going back to Genesis where you it talks about. Holding fast to your wife and becoming mm-hmm. one flesh. Wow. I think mm-hmm. it just kind of reinforces that too. Like, mm-hmm. even these people who are not the covenant people of God understand the implications of, like, oh, this is like you are one flesh. Yeah. Um, and you see the wife not being held fast
0: to. Um, yeah. And
2: they can understand, understand like, hey, there's something wrong with that. And
0: yeah. Yeah. Kind of wild. Yeah. All right. Um, so, this is a long passage that we have in Leviticus 18 1 through 30. Let's let's just take a snippet out of it. There's there's quite the the list there of um, sexual sins that are going to to highlight a lot of things related to um, to uh, incest um, and homosexual behavior. Let's just take a little snippet of it um, just for the sake of uh, of time here. But verses 22 and 23 of Leviticus 18.
2: Sweet. Um, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman, it is an abomination. And you shall not lie with any animal, and so make yourself unclean with it. Neither shall any woman give herself to an animal to lie with it, it is perversion.
0: Alright, so just kind of the, the center of this chapter where all of uh, the sexual sins are are named. Um, but, but here, specifically, what do we have? How, how does this contribute? It is
1: specifically speaking to homosexuality. Um, first there, which... Uh yeah, you shall not lie. A man shall not lie with a man as mm-hmm. he does with a woman. Um, yeah, and then also bestiality. Mm-hmm. You shall not lie
0: with any animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So big, big here on homosexuality and on uh, bestiality. This mm-hmm. is just part of the reason we have them in the list. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, kind of crazy as it is to to think about. Um, it's a um, it's a thing that even way back then people were thinking about all kinds of creative ways to, to sin and probably sometimes tied in with pagan worship, you yes, know, the day that yeah. they would have had. Um, but uh, um, one, one thing to note here, too, is that um, you know, a lot of people will take these passages and they'll do all kinds of cartwheels and with original languages and well, this was then translated into German, which was translated into you know this other language and and now oh it's it actually you know probably just means something more related to uh, to incest um, and or um, little boys versus men slash male. So. That that's that is part of the world that we live in that looks for every opportunity to make the Bible fit the new cultural norms yes. uh, that we that we have. I just had one of these conversations very recently with someone, and I I literally pulled up uh, in my logoff software, you know, the <laughs> the Hebrew on one side and the English on the other, and I'm like, no, I just w- this translation that we have comes from this this hebrew and this is what mm-hmm. it says we don't have to look at you know what might have been done across you know 50 different languages you we, know and we, then where we could yeah. end up with and so very old manuscripts yeah. yeah yeah um so uh so so uh there there we there we have a um, statement um on homosexuality and bestiality mm-hmm. okay so matthew 15 19 is our next one for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder
1: adultery sexual immorality theft false witness slander
0: all right so new testament time yes here we are uh christ's words to us and how do they inform our statement yeah
1: so so this is actually we we, you kind of talked about the the law earlier right how Mm -hmm. some foods uh are no longer unclean right jesus was kind of addressing that here like Mm -hmm. they were saying pharisees were talking about what they put into their mouth him and his disciples and and he was saying well it's actually from out of the mouth what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart Mm -hmm. right and for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual immorality theft false witness slander so just another list here Mm -hmm. of sins right Mm -hmm. that are corrupt fallen human nature hearts produce right and and sexual morality i mean that that is mm-hmm. something that we can all be tempted towards right adultery um and then it, it even includes theft false witness and
0: slander oh. mm-hmm. yeah sexual immorality um is used uh, as kind of a catch-all um in the scriptures to um uh just encompass everything that's not the and a man shall le- leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the yep. shall become one flesh um, so that's that's the instruction. That's the thread that's pulled through. Uh, about what um, what faithful sexual sexuality looks like in the context of, of marriage. And so anytime we see the words sexual immorality, that phrase there, um, we we know that that is that is something that is uh, kind of a bucket for all of the creative uh, things that we could think about ways that we could sin uh, sexually. Um, And so right here, Jesus says, this is not just something that you're uh, doing, you know, with your body, um, but this is something that's flowing from your sinful heart. So it's all tied together here. Okay, Uh, we've got Matthew, again, Matthew 19, 3 through 3 through 9.
2: It says, and the Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? And he answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And they said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries
0: another, commits adultery. Okay, how does this this help us to um, understand God's design here what we have? Yeah, I love that it connects
2: what Jesus is teaching as God in the flesh, Mm -hmm. um, God revealed and incarnated to those passages in genesis where he talked like he's directly quoting it and affirming those things not changing it mm-hmm. um being like no this is it and then um goes so far as to be like okay well why do we see maybe israel not live this out perfectly yeah and he gets to you know with like, hey, there's were some hard issues going on with israel that yeah. he's here to address and um and so i think it just it's a doubling down on those those things and i mean jesus right here he goes from the beginning he made them male and female like even Jesus gives us so far to yep. affirm the differentiation. And, There's our Genesis um, two again, mm-hmm. yeah. correct? And then talking about the marriage covenant again, he's using that language of one mm-hmm. flesh and the implications of trying to separate something like that. And mm-hmm. um, so just yeah, it's a, it's a I love the the connection between that. Jesus affirms it and takes it a step further rather than
0: yeah leaving room to interpret. It. Yeah, something too here about marriage being uh, held so highly. Um, that when sexual immorality is mentioned as um, kind of the uh, potential opportunity for divorce when that has taken place, you know, it speaks mm-hmm. it speaks both to the um, the terrible nature of this sin, mm-hmm. uh, how serious it is. Um, but you know while Jesus is upholding the the beauty of the covenant of of marriage, you know both of of those. Um, and so we're we're dealing with very serious matters here in marriage, in sexuality, um, as as Jesus gives this uh, this teaching to the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we have next uh, Mark Mark 10. yeah Mark ten seven
1: through nine. Again, again, it's this this uh, Jesus referring back to the Old Testament here. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. All
0: right. So just a reiteration there. Um, Mark picks this up um, as as well as he uh, um, shares the teaching of, of Christ. Yes, I mm-hmm. could have read those together, I guess, you know, but yeah, uh, but, um, yeah see seeing the emphasis there uh romans romans 1 we've got 18 That's through 32 incredible. but uh let's let's just key in on verses 24 through 27 even though it's just a massively helpful passage all around but yes. 24 through 27.
2: therefore god gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth of god for a lie and worships and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever amen for this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For the women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their... Mm.
0: All right. What do we have here that... Uh, what, what's contributing for us?
2: It's uh, It's specifically speaking to homosexuality, Mm -hmm. um, again, as as Romans itself is flushing out a ton of this, what does this practically, you know, this rebellion against God look like, or this sin look like, Mm. um, it very clearly is talking about men having unnatural relations with other men, Mm -hmm. and likewise women, um, just Mm kind of makes it very clear. Very
1: practical, that's that, any question. Yeah, that's very, and, and just another piece outside of the Old Testament, right? Where people are like, right. well, that was the Old Testament. Well, we see Jesus refers back to mm-hmm. the Old Testament. But then Paul here is is clearly mm-hmm. calling out those things that, that Leviticus mm-hmm. uh, mentioned, right? Men lying with men as they mm-hmm. do with women and, and mm-hmm. woman with woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a, a lot of a lot of clarity um, here from the Apostle Paul, and um, helping us to understand the again the the grave nature of sexual sin, um, and it doesn't have to be just about homosexuality, but you know uh, uh, sexual immorality, as it's brought up again and again in different different ways. Um, the we, we shouldn't see that as kind of this coexisting with a faithful relationship with God no. and and that's that's part of the kind of the trumpet call of a lot of people. is like you know th- these things can coexist. you know you can you can be faithful to uh, to God and um, have whatever choices you want or maybe as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. you know. Does that cause a you know physical pain or make something do something that, that they don't want to, to do? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes is the argument that's that's used and we just can't we just can't get there yeah. from the scriptures. It's it's not about pounding anybody into the, the dirt. It's just going with what God has has said. Mm-hmm. That's um, something that reminds me of I don't think it's in here,
2: but James even talking about it, just like we sin against our own body when mm-hmm. we partake in these things as well as like even if we're not sinning against you or you or anything else you know if it's Mm -hmm. there's i would say most of the times there is somebody another party being sinned against in these matters but for sure even if we get to that point it's like god like just before god we were sinning against him and our own um just doing harm to our own bodies yeah
0: yeah um this this next one just a short verse here romans 7 2 that uh, helps to contribute to our statement what do we have
1: there For a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives,
0: but if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Okay, so this is speaking to to what about marriage? Like the it
1: uh, in in a big way. It it's that till death do us part. Right. Right. That covenant. Yeah. That look until one of y'all pass on, like you were in a covenant together of of being married and um.
0: yeah, you, you're you in that that's right in that. that's right mm-hmm. okay uh then first corinthians uh, the corinthians they needed a lot of instruction <laughs> on sexual sin um first corinthians 5 1 and 2 gonna say so
2: it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of any and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans for man has his father's wife and you are arrogant how do you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. Okay. All right. How does this help inform our statement? It specifically it's speaking to the ideas of incest and mm-hmm. the you remember what we saw in the Old Testament of we see hmm. fathers with their daughter in laws or vice versa, all of the just different combinations yes. you can come up with, and God's word saying, hey, this is not as God has intended it to be. Um, Specifically, you know, in New Testament church, this is, yeah. um, God cares so much about this that he actually is considering it if he can it in an unrepentant manner is worth being disciplined out of the church from. Yeah. Um, so it's it's nothing to... So as with any sin that's unrepentant, but yeah. specifically it's it's addressing the sexual immorality. Like it is a it is an urgent issue within the church. Yep, yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. And that's how he just starts it, right? There is sexual immorality among you, and then uh, uh, of a certain kind. Mm-hmm. But the the sexual immorality um, being something that they're arrogant about. They're so welcoming. They're so tolerant. Whatever it might be. Like these are things we're hearing today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And uh, like you said, Gavin, uh, let him who has done this be removed from among you. The seriousness of it. Yeah. All right. Um, chapter six, verses nine through twenty. All right. Am I reading all of it? Uh, let me see. Is this one that I? Yep. Let's all right. let's 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 do this this whole deal. Sounds
1: good. Yep. All right. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things
0: Just I didn't know what to cut out of that one. You know, <laughs> yeah, just, that was uh, filled it, with, it, with good truth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, again, what uh, I know we're starting to reiterate things here, but but why do we why do we need this this passage um, uh, to uh, inform a, a statement on marriage and sexuality?
2: I think I'm impressed, and I mean I'm not even impressed, just. Um, like good job Paul <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's powerful I'm just like I, it is impressed upon me yes, it is. yes yes That um, it's just like Paul is laying these theological foundations of you know yeah. where maybe the other ones that we've seen have been you know you, you could read those and be like it's a very do this don't do this do this don't do this but I love that Paul goes yes don't do those things and, mm. and avoid those things but because mm. you are like bought with a price you're filled with the spirit you are like Jesus has bought you with this precious price and has these, mm-hmm. this other design for you. So I think there's some mm-hmm. devotional aspects, I think, that I even just, you know, feel reading this, like, ah, okay, yes. Like, yeah we don't do this because simply God says mm-hmm. not to, but also because there is these deep, deep doctrinal, like, mm-hmm. beauty to why we don't do these things. There's this beautiful design that God's given us for, you know, those things. Yeah.
1: And, and we see in our statement there in that um, last sentence, we also believe that God offers mm-hmm. redemption and restoration to all who confess and mm-hmm. forsake their sins, mm-hmm. seeking his mercy and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And We see him in, in verse 11, mm-hmm. that such were some of you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. And, and what's what's incredible is that He he's telling them the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God because some of them are still... Yeah. trending yeah. towards those things and still doing those things and he's saying look look he he says such were some of you yeah you were those things but now you know you've been washed and sanctified and because of that yeah. like taking the consideration what you're doing with your body which is the temple of
0: god yes yes mm-hmm. yeah the there is there's so much redemption in this passage and so much weight um in this passage you know all at the same time and they they're meant to go together yeah. right meant to see both right there next to one another and part of again just the clarity because we're talking about marriage and sexuality here just the clarity on the seriousness of sexual sin it's it's what he leads out with in uh, the list uh, here Um, there are other things in the list of course it's they there's a sense in which you know, sins are of um, uh, equal uh, consequence in terms of like, they separate us from God. But there's also, the the scripture spends so much time talking about the twisted nature of sexual sin Mm -hmm. and the the kind of layers of damage that are done and the way in which it goes so strictly against God's good design for mankind and their bodies. So it's, we, we, uh, we do well to just take note of those things. Again, not because we want to pick on any one particular person or group of people, but, but because we've been told that this is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, sexual sin is of high consequence. Uh, it is a wrecking ball. Um, and that makes Jesus all the more glorious. Right. That's right there in the middle of the passage. Mm-hmm, yes. Praise the Lord. Um, and at, at the same time, oh, my goodness, uh, this is a fire. This mm-hmm. sexual sin is a fire mm-hmm. pay attention to. OK. All right. Well, this one we will cut just a little bit shorter um, in uh, chapter seven, verses one through 16. Let's just read three through five. perfect. The husband should give
2: to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come back together again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control.
0: Okay, so how does the, this one contribute to the statement? It speaks of
2: marriage specifically. Mm-hmm. Again, it's making the assumption that this is between, like, a wife and a husband. Mm-hmm. That this this marriage is between mm-hmm. it, and the sexual relations going on mm-hmm. um, should be those. And he even talks about it as like, "Hey, these things are a good thing That's that right. should, be, should happening. be enjoyed," like we
0: say. Yeah. Right,
2: yeah, within this marriage covenant, mm-hmm. these are things that should be happening. Um, mm-hmm. He says, "Don't not do it either." <laughs> yeah. Um, and so there is a again, where you might. Could be easily go, aha, oh, like God looks down on sex I and mean, all these, like mm-hmm. you know, do's and don'ts and all these things. You also, again, similar to the passage of before in Corinthians, so that we talked about in chapter six, is we see God's good design and gifting mm-hmm. and glorious things about
0: it um, mm-hmm. within these contexts of marriage. That's and, right. It's good, it's guarding, um, It mm-hmm. it is something that God has provided for a husband and wife.
1: Yeah, and, and we just see here Paul. The speaking words that were very contrary to the culture mm-hmm. that look like the the man right the the wife does not have authority over her own body but the man also does not have authority over his body mm-hmm. it's not just the wife doesn't have authority over her body which mm-hmm. was I, a lot of times in the culture we even look back at isaac and rebecca isaac mm-hmm. just giving giving his wife away mm-hmm. saying hey she's my sister Mm -hmm. And I mean, I mean, here that that acts like that are completely condemned Um, and we're seeing God
0: uphold them as one flesh. That's right. That's right. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, We've got our Ephesians passage here, a a common one read at weddings. Um, uh, But uh, for the for the sake of time here, let's let's just kind of uh, cover Paul's summarizing words at the end of the passage. Ephesians five. Let's just read um, verses 31 through
1: 33. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ in the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her
0: husband. Okay. So a big one here we didn't read the whole passage it would have been helpful for us mm-hmm. to but in the even in these summarizing words what do we see what's the special contribution here it's an image of christ in
2: the church yeah That's, uh, again you see the connection to the old testament of yeah. genesis and the man leaves his father and mother to hold fast his wife the one flesh and then you see this like brilliance of mm-hmm. hey also that same thing from the old testament now in christ it's referring to him and his bride in yeah. the church. Yeah. That that has practical implications on what this marriage should look like because right. of the character of Christ and his work and what he's done.
0: Yeah. Can kind of uh, pry your brain a little bit <laughs> about this, too. That yeah. here, you know, he picks that up, that Genesis 2 yeah. passage, and then follows that this mystery is profound. And I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. I mean, Christ and the, the church, we don't see that image in. Uh, Genesis in terms of like what's been revealed and written for us and yet God's intent right there uh, at the beginning here's here is something big that he is doing that he is building right so uh, you know just again God's sovereign uh, uh, work over time and and space and and uh, revealing uh, things early on in redemptive history Hmm. before we even have the whole picture and your Paul says oh by the way you know (laughs) <laughs> this thing that gets commented on again and again and again here's God's bigger picture of, of what he's he's doing
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay 1st uh, Thessalonians 4 1 through 8
1: that's me right yeah
0: Finally then, brothers, we
1: ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. That no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this disregards not man, but God who gives his Holy Spirit to you.
0: Okay. There we go. Any uh, contributions there? Yes. Maybe, <laughs> Short answer. Yes, maybe, yes. maybe not brand new ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anything that that sticks out there that helps us to understand um, why we need a statement like this? Yeah. Oh, go for it. No, no you go ahead. Okay.
2: Um, no, I just I think I think it starts flushing out, and I think this gets towards the end of our statement of faith where we you know it says God offers redemption and restoration to those who confess and forsake their sin, seeking mercy and forgiveness through Jesus Christ, and I think you start seeing a little bit of this of like for this is the will of God, your sanctification. Well, what does that sanctification look like? And in big Bible terms, sanctification just means us becoming more like Christ, and mm-hmm. putting on his character. We're in Colossians right now in church yeah. and, you know, putting off the old stuff, putting on the new. Yeah. And part of that putting on the new is this staying away from sexual immorality of controlling our body with, and that's part of this holiness and it is honoring to God. And so I think, I, I think I love that too. Of um Again, if if anyone's reading this, you know, you, you, know, you struggle with, any portions of these things, and I think, even just my, as we get practical, what does this look like in the church? There is this, like, hey, it's a, uh, Nick, you were using the term, like, trajectory earlier, of, like, this is a, this is, these are things, yes, these are things that are awful, and we bring those to Christ, but also know, like, this is the direction God wants us to go, like, there is, mm-hmm. there's grace and mercy, and this is the will of God, like, he wants these things for you as well, mm-hmm. um, and so, um, as we see the black and you know the black and white is so like hey this is what god desires and it's pleasing to him this is what's not um there's a there's a directional like god um i don't know if that's connecting or not but i just i, I love yeah. that this is like there's this uh, grace of jesus to yeah. walk with us
0: um that's right that's right yeah again there's kind of the two are put together there with the 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 seriousness and this spe- the specific seriousness of sexual sin mm-hmm. um and um that uh, we uh we have the the lord jesus um, we're being transformed into to his image um so uh, both of these uh, going alongside one another
1: yeah and, and just real quick to add to it and i know we'll get more into this in just a little bit with the practical part but like that verse for this is the will of god your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality that mm-hmm. verse i mean as as a young man right who is, is pursuing purity and striving for purity is, is a big verse for me, mm-hmm. right? Because also as a young man and, and young people in general and people throughout all of life are asking the question of, Oh God, what what's my will for my life? And mm-hmm. like it was an encouragement for me to be like, Well, one big thing is yeah. abstain from sexual morality. Yeah. And that and and so to me it is one of the I mean it, it is a high priority in That's life. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. That's so that's so good, you know, it, uh, uh, to really kind of call that out and say, yeah, this is it's so clear from God. Yeah, this is what he has for us in our sanctification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. just two more here. Uh, Hebrews 13, four. Let
2: marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled
0: for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. OK. So another statement here on like marriage is an exclusive uh, covenant commitment that, mm-hmm. um, that we have. And um, God takes sexual sin seriously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And then finally, First John 1,
1: 9. This is, this is a sweet one. That's right. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from
0: all unrighteousness. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I mean, that is... What a great way to land the plane. Yes. Right? Because, you know, what we would never want is for people to read a statement like this, to to hear our comments on this statement, and to think, well, there's no hope for me. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what, my only option, I think, because I've just screwed everything up, is just to stay dug in, you know, on my sin. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. No, 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 no. So clear that we have a God who loves to forgive those who confess their sins to him. Those who recognize sin is sin and say, I want to I want to turn. I want this forgiveness that is offered. I want cleansing. Yeah. I want cleansing in
1: God. Yeah, in our statement there's some heavy heavy ideas in their words, right? I mean it addresses pedophilia, bestiality, right? What ones that are are still not uh, fully embraced by our culture like right. like homosexuality is right but uh, those are heavy words but even for those that's right that there there is forgiveness right in Christ right and that there is and and he will cleanse those who who commit those sins from all unrighteousness and that that does not mean that there won't be consequences here on earth right. for some of those things but but in in the eternal yeah in the sense of eternal life like that is open to those individuals there is
0: redemption offered mm-hmm. to them but there will not be sins held against those who have true faith in jesus christ as repentant sinners right mm-hmm. yes um that will be that that cleansing will be full um the earthly consequences will be over yep. mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: yeah, I just don't know what better way to end it than to, yeah, pointing to Jesus. And if we've spent the past 30 minutes or however long mm-hmm. it's been talking about, you know, this is a huge deal to God. This mm-hmm. is uh, dark. This is sin before God. And mm-hmm. this is a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and But we see as much as dark as that is, as big of a problem as it is, like Jesus's mercy is still more. Right. His righteousness is still greater than that um so I don't know what more of a beautiful you know truth yeah. to end with like how oh, this is it and again I think right. you know you talked about it you know Nick too like it seems like the air we breathe nowadays is you know it's I remember not being a Christian prior to this and to me it was like oh like you know homosexuality that's just a given you know this is the culture we grow up in or uh, any of these other things that mm-hmm. like you said the culture just you you grow up and you don't realize that there's this the Lord has things that are pleasing to him and not and mm-hmm. so you as as you just grow in 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 Understanding God's truth, you realize, how oh, this is actually a way bigger problem yeah. than even I understood it. And so, how much mm-hmm. more is God's mercy right. and grace and forgiveness and th- that He enjoys giving? Like I right. uh, just love you said, it. like He is in the business of forgiving sinners and cleansing them from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, praise the Lord. Um, I think we end with that, um, but I do want to pray um, as yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. I want to pray for our hearts. I want to pray for. Um, our church as well. and so Lord we um, we thank you that uh, you have made clear in your word, your will for us when it comes to our sexuality, Lord when it comes to marriage. Father, um, we need your help in this Lord our our flesh can be so strong and you know that Lord. Um, our our desire for for sin um, can just sometimes feel, uh, overwhelming, Lord, but uh, you are stronger. And so, Father, I I pray that you would help us to be men of great integrity. Um, I pray that we would not be uh, feelings driven. We would not be uh, cultural followers, Lord, but uh, instead uh, we would be men of, of your word, walking in your truth, Lord, with uh, uh, full commitment and full of compassion, Lord, for a hurting world um, trying to uh, to navigate um, these uh, these matters, Lord, and and being uh, duped, Lord, uh, along the way, um, and then experiencing uh, severe consequences um, in their lives, Lord, and and being under your wrath, apart. From the grace of, of jesus christ that you so freely offer and in whose name we pray amen amen mm. all right well once again brothers happy Valentine's <laughs> day happy Valentine's yes day. <laughs>